was getting reminded of that uh, Krishna Das quote he has attributed to him that, you know, why am I doing this work to save my miserable ass, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> this work that we're going to do, as I've mentioned before, is going to be much more just straight up hands-on and, uh, or body-on. And, uh, and so I'm going to really encourage you to bring whatever support pieces you need for that. There will be tons of floor work, but we'll also do standing and sitting practices and, and just uh, go through a weekly um, repetitions. But then what I'll do is each time we get together, I'll um, just adjust it a little bit. So there's kind of variations on the theme, things that we can focus on a little bit more. Is, you know, it's always useful to pay attention a bit more to what's happening with breath or what's happening with contact surfaces. And, and in the end, what I'm wanting is something that uh, gives you two pieces. One is like a, like a pit stop in your week, you know, where you can kind of reset your body around these particular principles. And I, I think I mentioned this in the email that then, you know, you may find that in the other things you do, Tai Chi or yoga or walking or whatever else, well then it's, you know, as an addition, it's a support to that. Um, but, but also to help link it to what are the things I can do in this moment and the next moment so that they become a little bit of a, a reminder of possibilities that you can bring into um, the, the non-structural practices, you know, the formal practices of everyday life. So where we start with this practice is by just getting a snapshot of where we are in this moment to start. So just take a moment to ask your version of that question, what do I notice? If I just bring my attention into my sensory landscape. Sometimes there's very strong things that pull. We might have a glitchy, you know, a, a lower back that's complaining at us or something. And, and other times you may find, surprisingly, that there's not a lot that's really clear. It's very diffuse. But just start by taking note of the quality of what is there. This very important process that happens when we notice things that we might call naming, that, that starts to establish a relationship even to parts of ourselves that don't look particularly relatable because of how strong a sensation they have that we might want to avoid or how light or diffuse a sensation that they have. 
but just in the noticing and naming, oh, I see, that's there, things will start to happen. And then let's get a little bit more specific by paying attention to how your breath is interested in just the field of sensation experiences you have in this moment. If you notice your breath as a function without changing it, just in the noticing it, sometimes it might respond. It might go, oh, well, if you're going to include me, well, then I would do this. And sometimes the connections start to get shifting a little bit just because there's a noticing of the fact of breathing. which may include the sensations of breathing itself. So as you start to establish some sense of the interiority of your landscape, then the next place that might be useful to shift your attention to are the surfaces that locate that landscape in this world a bit more. Just start by mapping where those surfaces intrude themselves or bring themselves to your awareness. So all of the contact spots, perhaps at the your heels and your calves, perhaps your hamstring, your pelvis. back, which includes shoulders, shoulder blades, your upper and lower arms, and perhaps even parts of your hands. And your head. So that's a starting place. Now see what it's like to come back around and look at it through the lens of gravity. Gravity's there all along, but if you come back to your feet and 
halves start being curious about how much do you notice how gravity comes through those parts of your body, through your foot, into that surface of contact with the floor, through your lower leg. through your thighs. Through your pelvis. And some parts of you may awaken to the awareness that gravity is there and respond and shift to feel interiorly how they are. Gravity starts to enrich your understanding of the mass, substance, and how they come in contact with the floor. And some parts may just become more noticeable by how they hold themselves against gravity. And even that has a sensory experience. And then just coming through your body above the pelvis, so noticing at what point does your back come in contact with the floor. How much your back and rib cage know about gravity. shoulder blades, much does gravity help define them, help locate them in relationship to the floor. And then down through your arms, Noticing how gravity might define the shape of your arms, the mass of them, the way they come and meet with the floor, how much they allow the floor to be there for them. And finally, to your head, just a little bit more aware of how gravity moves through your cranium, defines the mass, the substance of your head, 
perhaps affects the way in which your head comes and locates the floor. What is the quality of that relationship? How much is the floor allowed to be there? And then just take a broader view, just step back a little bit, zoom out just a bit, so that you can locate the sense of yourself as an organism, all those different pieces of awareness, and just your sense of how you are in this moment as a sensory imaginal being, what's the quality your sense of yourself lying here on the floor. What's the quality of impact that if you got up, how much would there have been an interaction, a sense of knowing of each other that happened from your back and the floor meeting with each other in this moment. And all of these questions and explorations are not to change towards anything in particular, but just to cast a different light on experience. Looking at it through slightly different lens and seeing what it does then. What in you responds to that change in perspective? Let's see what happens now if we start introducing a little bit of movement as the lens through which we'll experience our bodies. So let's come back down and build awareness from the bottom up. And so the first thing I'm going to suggest that you try is to bring your attention into your left leg with just the intention that you would start to move the leg and just notice how that changes your sense of mass and gravity, the substance of your leg on the left compared to the one on the right. Just as a sense of preparedness to move. How does that shift the way in which you are in that leg and whatever is related to it, perhaps in your hip or your lower back? And then just see what it's like to just gently take the intention out of that leg 
notice without any active involvement at all, just what happens, what's happened now between the left and the right leg. And then see what happens if you come across with your attention into the right leg. And think about getting it ready for movement. Is there a different way in which this right leg responds to that intention? Getting ready to act. Just notice how it organizes itself. How does there, your sense of substance, its mass, the way that it starts to organize itself to movement, the sense of its shape. And just whatever else through your body responds. Watch how you organize around that intention. And just with that noticing, that awakening of an organization towards the possibility of movement, then see what it's like to just let that intention release its hold. And as you come back to a neutral place to just notice if there's any difference now between your awareness of the two legs, how is the right leg in comparison to your sense of it when you first started, the same with your left leg, and have they come to a different place, with an understanding of themselves in this moment? Now, at any time, as we're doing these very slow movements, it, it can take a while to, for them to work through your body. And, and sometimes, it, um, as one part starts to move, it'll start to disrupt or awaken the holdings in another area. So if at any time you need to shift or put a pillow under your legs or your lower back or your neck or whatever you need to do to, to um, respond to that, to just you know, make those adjustments in what you're doing. Now let's come back around to this left leg again and just one more time bring an intention to act. I'm not quite sure what that action might be, but just to get that readiness to act, which is a very common piece of how we are in everyday life. So often as we think about things or watch a TV show or listen to somebody talk, there's a part of us that gets ready to act. And, and there may be a particular movement, particular action that it's heading towards, but sometimes it's just the feeling like if you were in a thriller and you can start telling that there might be some danger happening, the music's changing, and your body just starts to tighten up with no particular function than getting ready for something that it might happen. 
it in. This is a very common experience in our bodies. And so just to explore, how does that function as you move into it through this left leg? Perhaps the second time you may notice more of yourself getting involved. You can just allow the parts of you that want to move into congruence with that intention to just feel how they are affected by this movement that comes out of your leg. And then just let the intention drain back out of the nervous system. And so this is a good moment to just come back to that initial awareness piece that I was talking about. How much is those, how much are those surfaces there underneath the heel and the calf, hamstrings, pelvis? And particularly, of course, on the left side perhaps right through the left side? Is there a change in how the shoulder blade would shape? Know that there is a floor there. How do we meet with that knowing of the floor? Is this a different feeling floor as the relationship might start to change a bit? And perhaps there's some difference with how you notice that now and how you notice that for the right side of your leg, but right through the whole right side of your body. And then bring your attention around to your right leg more Think in terms of now it's getting ready to act. Notice where the flowings in come. And just see how those flowings want to go. What is the pathway? Perhaps it's a little bit different than it was before. A little bit different movement. And just to be open to the possibility of a different kind of engagement as you start to come into the tissues more, to get ready to act a little bit more, without ever actually, perhaps even noticeably, moving from the outside, but just awakening, that getting ready to act. And just use it as a way of really sensing into your body, of awakening, awareness of how your foot is and how your ankle is and your lower leg and knee and thigh and pelvis and lower back and perhaps even up through the rest of your body, rib cage, shoulder blade, up through the neck and arms and head. And then just feeling all those areas, how they respond, just letting that impulse to act 
drain back out the nervous system, out of the tissues. And there will be a, a bit of a letting down from that impulse to act, that intention. And so to see how in that letting down you now experience how your body comes and meets with the surfaces that it's in contact with. Heel, calf, hamstrings and pelvis. And just what is the quality, not just at the surfaces, but the quality of foot, ankle, leg, knee, and thigh. So that as you track through the rib cage and shoulder blades, and arms, and even how your head might know the floor is there, the sense of a head that is there, they're heavier or lighter, as kind of coloration and substance rather than being diffuse, or you know, all kinds of possibilities that might happen. Some heads might feel heavier, some heads might feel lighter. But in each one, to once you get that sense, then to zoom back just enough that you can feel the array of those sensations, like you were a, a galaxy of sensations, all just lit up more or less throughout your being here on the floor, the sense of how galaxy of sensations knows that the floor is there. And if you were just to take a snapshot of this moment and say, this is how I am in this moment. Just to notice the quality of your being. Including those interior spaces, your pelvis, abdomen, ribcage, cranium, through the substance of your arms and legs, hands and feet. So that, that sense of coming into the body, of incarnating, becomes an exploration. Guided by curiosity. Then let's come up to your upper body and to bring a similar kind of awareness of getting ready to act into the left arm. And just to notice what are the parts, how does it start? 
Sometimes the engagement is not so clear. We need to give it some time to kind of feel how it's going to flow in, how that intention moves into engage with the tissue. Sometimes the messaging that's in there is so strong already that it's hard for a, a subtle shift in attention to find its way. And sometimes we don't have a clear enough sense of what's there. And so it can take a while to kind of find the tissues to engage with. Just to allow your body the time to respond. Follow the curiosity so that you're giving permission a letting rather than a making. And then just see where that intention to activate, to get ready to act. Where that takes you. And then just noticing what it's like to let that intention drain back out of the tissues again. Sometimes it can be tricky to figure out what draining back out or letting back down might be like. Sometimes we have such a habit of holding that we don't know how to unhold again. And just to notice the sensations of it like for those places or for you to feel those places. What quality do they hold within the constellation of sensation, awareness? And how does this arm and shoulder know of it? What does it know of itself as it meets with the floor at the end? Is there a difference between this left arm and the right arm in this moment? And then just noticing how you are as an organism as you lie here that then brings your intention to be ready to act, to activate this right arm. Just notice how it responds to you starting before that intention, getting ready to do does your arm do? What does your shoulder do? How does that movement happen within? How does it galvanize the sense of organization? How does the community of the preparing to move awaken to itself? 
it's really let yourself soak in the sensations of that awakening. Feeling each part through the fingers and joints, wrist, hands, through the forearm, elbow, upper arm, shoulder, and shoulder blades. So that you really get how the different parts of the community awaken, not just for themselves, but for their awareness of the other parts of the movement community. Just feeling what has awakened, how the rest of your body responds to this, so that as you start to let it flow back out again, you get to really have a chance to feel how much of you also has been activated by noticing how much lets back down again. Where does that leave you through your back, arms, shoulders? Head. I want to give you a chance to um, feel this on the other side. So we're going to be a little bit arbitrary. We're going to do a movement. Um, eventually, we'll, we'll explore the moving into movement. But in this case, I'm just going to invite you to, um, just for a moment, just to kind of find a way of turning over and a comfortable way of lying once you turn over. So there may be a, a pillow, your head may be able to want to lie to one side or the other. Um, some people might want a pillow under their, their pelvis or, or abdomen or under their ankles. And that may change as you lie here. But just give ourselves a chance to explore how this same way of working works with the back body. And your arms and legs can, can really rest wherever they're comfortable, out by your side, down, down by your, your pelvis and legs, or up more by your head, whatever feels comfortable in this moment, which again may shift a bit as you go along. Once again, you start by just noticing what's there. What's the quality and mass of your being? What are the sensations that tell you where you are in this moment? Are there places that feel kind of disruptive or disruptors? in your body, places that perhaps are chronic and you know from prior experience, and other things that are just new to your awareness in this moment. 
And in that scanning of awareness, also notice how much the ground is there for you. Let's just move similarly together by starting from the feet and just noticing how much your feet know that the floor is there, likely the tops of your feet, your ankles, perhaps parts of your shins, knees, thighs, pelvis, and just how, how much do they feel that the floor is there for them. And just taking note that, you know, some places in you might be lighter or float a bit, or other places seem to be surprisingly pushing down and you hadn't noticed that and just uh, yeah so oh that's that's what that's like in the landscape in this moment and it may shift through the noticing it may emphasize itself in your awareness without changing otherwise and the same thing through your front of your pelvis and abdomen, rib cage, your arms and head. So that just through a sensory lens of the contact with the surface, you start to explore how I come to meet with these experiences of floor, of gravity. Without which I would just float above this floor. That there is a pole that brings me down to meet with the floor. How do I mediate that relationship in this moment? Now let's come back around to the left leg and just start thinking of that getting ready to act, that bringing intention to act into the leg. And as your body has slowly awakened with the work that we did lying on your back, as you bring that intention into your leg, you may notice activity happening in the leg, like pay particular attention in your foot and ankle, through the lower leg, knee and the thigh, the hip. But you may also notice that there are shifts in awareness that happen in the other leg, in the right leg, through your pelvis and ribcage, shoulders and arms, and perhaps even the neck and the head. 
is to notice specifically what happens in your legs, but also notice and acknowledge any shifts that happen elsewhere through your body. And initially, the focus is so much more in the leg that there's the responses elsewhere in the body are a little bit secondary. But you can even play with them a bit. What would happen if I would inhabit them a bit more? And bring them into my intention of action, that it includes these parts of me. And then just feel the intention slowly come back out. And just noticing the difference in that leg, that side of your body. Shift and focus and awareness between the two sides. And then as you bring more attention to the right leg, you're starting very incrementally feeling where the beginning of getting ready to act comes into that leg so that you really start to get the step-by-step -step of engagement. It starts here and then it starts involving this and then this starts to come in. And as each part awakens and gets more involved, it spreads throughout your leg, changes its weighting, its shifting of posture and spread throughout the legs, through the hips, through the torso, the arms, the legs. Really let yourself have in this moment the experience of getting ready to act as it is initiated through this right leg and how it activates through the rest of your body in this particular position. And then once you've just soaked it in a bit, just let it drain back out. And then however your arms are lying, in that configuration, in that posture, see what getting ready to act is like. Where does the initiative to move start through your arms, your hands, fingers, wrists, elbows, straight up through the shoulder joint and into the shoulder blades. How does that change your relationship to the floor, to what you're lying on? So that you can just really feel in this moment 
how much you know of me getting ready to act. And then just letting it flow back out. Noticing the difference between those two arms, the left and the right. And then if you bring more awareness of the impulse to act into the right arm, how is its pathway? What does this right arm do as you start to put more awareness, more charge movement into it? How does the rest of your body organize around that? Your rib cage, the other arm, perhaps your legs. Are there ways in which they would participate? Is there perhaps a different involvement in your breathing? Now as compared to when you first started. Then I'm going to invite you to Try turning over one more time onto your back. Find out what that passageway looks like now. The pathway. So this is like revisiting where we first started from. And in this very beginning entering into our practice today, just come back and notice what the beginning place looks like now. So many pieces to this, you know, just how you notice the floor, how, what's the relationship to the floor. Some pieces are going to have changed and others maybe are more noticeable because they haven't changed so much. But to Pay attention to even those places that don't change because 
what we may find as we move through this focus in our weeks is that there are qualitative shifts that happen even in these stuck places just by the noticing of them as stuck places. So it's useful to just really catch what's there so that you might be reminded later on that the quality of how they are is not the same. Something has evolved. Well, as we move towards the ending place of this practice, What I'd like you to notice, once again, is just the state of yourself as an organism. And there's several parts to this that we've been going through, and I really want to come back and just give you a chance to notice them again. So there's a, an exact or more specific quality of how much do my feet know of themselves, of their gravity, their shape, their mass? The fact that they are flesh and bone, the substance of beingness, and through your ankles and into your calves and shins. through your thighs, the bones and the muscles, how much they know of themselves, how they are shaped by the gravity that moves through the sensations of their substance. their sense of beingness. And then just noticing that as you come into your pelvis as well. What happens if you bring your attention to this very important dominance of bony structure that makes the bowl of the pelvis? has an interiority to it. Has a sense of how it knows that the floor is there. how the vertebrae connect out of that. It's a little bit um, not as clear perhaps when you're when you have gravity going down through the vertebrae, like when you're sitting or standing. But just to be aware that they are there, that there's perhaps an arching in your back, which is part of how they are shaping themselves in this moment. 
noticing how the ribs come and meet with each of the vertebrae as you start going up your spine. That's part of how the rib cage knows its shape. It's coming to meet with the floor. The shape of the ribs. Again, this sense of interiority, which has so much movement to it, the movements that come through the breathing, heart, these essential rhythmic functions of our being. Going through the bones of the collarbone and the shoulder blade and just noticing how they might be in your awareness in relationship to the rib cage, going through the shoulder joints and down through your arms, elbows and forearms, so that you really have a chance to feel what is the substance of them, where are the senses of the bones, the sense of how they are held space as a relationship to the floor through the wrists and fingers your hands and finally just coming back to that following of the vertebrae up from the rib cage through the neck up into the head. And just take note of how much you have a sense of the space that you take up. There's a physical functionality of how the the molecules in the air around you are coming and gently beating up against the skin surfaces. That there's, there's a displacement of the space around you that you are taking. When you move through that substance, the eddies, the effects of your movements, your gestures, your expressions have an effect on the world and how you feel yourself taking up that space in this moment how you meet with those vibrations and energies that come all around us through the world from this interior space, from this aspect, these aspects of you that feel themselves 
looking nice and fresh. Beautifully bowling and masked and dressed. And the sensations that organize the community of your being as you move. All of that is substantial. That's both here and the world around you. really give yourself a chance to feel this is how I am in the world in this moment. And the more I know the physicality, the sensory, imaginal fact of my being, the more I inhabit this space. So that's where we're going to come to an end. There might be more you want to do inside yourself, or just being with yourself. And uh, I'll leave you with that, however you want to be.